It's time for the Raging Cajun Army. The only place where it's all Cajuns all the time. Kick is on its way, and the kick is good! Cajuns win! 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 A 50-yard field goal! And time expires by Brent Baer in Louisiana! And now, here's your host, Matt Miguez. everybody welcome in to another edition of the raging cajun army my name is matt miguez and we are here today to talk about the cajuns game against app state on saturday and to preview the matchup against arkansas state now this is one of my favorite weeks because it's the it's the kind of the it gives the feel of lsu and alabama the i hate you you hate me let's beat the crap out of each other kind of rivalry for 60 minutes so Saturday is going to be a fun one, and here to break it all down with me is my good friend and the host of ESPN 1420's The Word with G, Mr. Greg Larner. Greg, what's up? You hate me, I hate you, we're not going to kiss and make up because we hate each other and we're Sun Belt rivals here in Cajun Field. What a beautiful, beautiful song. That was terrible. Yeah, it really was, but you know, <laughs> whatever. So... I know that you're you're new to to Lafayette still for the most part. Um, you don't really know a whole heck of a lot about the UL Arkansas State rivalry, but from what you do know, what are, what are you excited about for Saturday? I'm excited for this team to, as Jock Boudreaux said, kind of we hold the pen of our season right now. We have an opportunity to write our own story. And that's something that I think the Cajuns and the Cajun fans and Billy Napier should be excited about because that's what they have an opportunity to do this weekend. They have the opportunity to write the script of their season because they win this game, as we we talked about on uh, uh, you know off the air, is that whoever wins this game puts themselves in great position to go out there and win the Sun Belt West. And if you do that. In first year, Billy Napier's tenure? Absolutely. Man, Absolutely. That's, that's going to be some, some good and stuff. And it, it's actually really funny that you mentioned Jacques' comment about controlling your own destiny because that is what he had to say. There's a whole team that we, write, we, we hold the pen in our hand for this, for this division that we could write our own story. We, but we have to come hard and we have to play on Saturday. I mean, this, is, this can make a For me, I think this will make or break our season for this this championship game. So listening to to Jacques' comment about controlling your own destiny here in the in the Sun Belt West halfway through the year, 
what do the Cajuns need to do Saturday to really solidify their standpoint in the Sunbelt Conference? They got to win. But, but like, what they have to do in order to win. Oh, okay. So, I, see, I was just waiting for you to phrase the question differently. Yeah, of course they have to win, is what I thought you were going to say. But, no, what I think they need to do this weekend, and, um, you, you know, they, they have great weapons. You know, they have good weapons on the outside uh, with wide receivers, talented guys. that we, we know their strength is running the football. I think they need to get a little bit better quarterback play. I think they need... Andre Nunez, because it seems like he's going to be the guy when Levi Lewis is in there to make some plays as well. But that's that's where Coach Billy Napier, if he's going to use both of these guys, he's got to be able to put them in the best possible position to be successful at the time. I I, I get that, you know, maybe you script it out, but I, I would like to see him, if one guy is working better than the other, just stick with him. Just go with it. If you see something out there that says, okay, maybe if we change up the look on him, maybe we can catch him, then great. Awesome. Let that let the game flow dictate that. Don't say come into the game saying, "Okay, I'm going to get Levi in there after you know on the third or fourth series." You know, if if Andre Nunez is throwing three touchdowns on the fourth series, leave him in there. Right. He's, let him he's go. Gonna, let him play. Let him go. You don't need to just mix it up don't, for the sake of mixing it up. Don't mess up his his rhythm just to get the the backup some some reps. Yeah, and that, that that's not what they do anyways. Um, you know, but I'd like to see them just kind of go off the cuff a little bit and just. You know, him go through the game flow because the, what kind of held them back, I think, last week against App State was the lack of quarterback playing. Look, that's the best defense that they're going to face the rest of the season. Right, right. You know, it was, it was Alabama, Mississippi State, and then App State. And then App State. You know, and App State's the 25th ranked team in the nation this year, right, right now. And and for for a reason. Yeah, they're a very I mean, good they're, football team. They're, they're a great football team. But now, as as you say that, my, my next question is, is do you believe that the Cajuns – should have won that game. No, but I do believe in magic. Do you believe in magic? Sorry, I got this song okay. stuck in my head. Um, the I'm really about to turn Greg's <laughs> mic off. If if y'all if y'all think that I should for the next time he's on air, just uh just tweet me at Raging Cajun Army and uh, we can dispute it. No, I I don't think they should have won that game against App State. I I think it was a game that App State kind of played down to the competition a little bit, a little bit. Not that you know. Look, I don't want to take too much away from the Cajuns because their defense played really well. I thought their offense would have played a little bit better, uh, but we saw some really good things out of the defense, and I was a little surprised that they were able to play that good against that good of an opponent. So I was happy about that, um, but the turnover margin was even. Uh, we know that that if you're going to win football games against a team that's supposed to be better than you, you, you need to win the turnover battle, and they didn't do that. So I, I think this was just a hard-fought team. You know, the game back and forth, uh, and the Cajuns scored late to make it a closer game than it really was. It right. was it was a, what, 27 to 17? Seven. Yeah. Well, that, and that was the final score, but it was 27 to 10. Oh, right, uh, yeah. For, for the most part until midway through the fourth quarter and you know, or late in that fourth quarter. So it really wasn't all that close. It looked closer than it actually was. I know they did recover the onside kick, but realistically, if you score there towards the end, you know, you probably don't have enough time to get come back and win to, that game, anyways. Back, right. Yeah, but they they played tough, and and that was something that I was really impressed with. And Jay and Chris were talking about it after the game on the broadcast, and they were saying, "Look, there's no such thing as moral victories." Jay was like, "I don't believe in that, but I do believe that you can take some really good things out of this game." And I think that's what they did. Right. Yeah. No. There's definitely a, a lot of positives to to look back on from the from the App State game. And here is what Billy Napier had to say about the performance against App on Saturday? Well, um, I think I'm 
proud of the intangibles our team played with Saturday. We didn't do the core things you have to do well to win the game. You know, we didn't rush the football effectively. We were uh, inconsistent in stopping the run. Um, we did play – we did neutralize the kicking game, I would say. They had two really dynamic returners. Uh, we weren't great on conversion downs. They did a relatively good job on conversion downs. But in general, uh, we you know, a lot of that goes to Appalachian State. They've got a really good football team. They play well together. All three phases complement each other. Um, pretty evident they've been there a while, uh, and they've got a good thing going. But I do like where we're headed. I think we did take a step forward, although offensively I didn't think that that was one of our better days. I think we didn't play great up front. Uh, we didn't get uh, very effective quarterback play, um, and I think we could probably play better around those guys. So with that being said, um, you know, we went in there and competed, you know, in the intangibles that we built uh, throughout a good offseason and a good first half of the season showed up. Uh, and certainly I think we've got a little bit better pulse on where we're at as a football team and what we need to do going forward. But everything's in front of us, and that starts with what's happening this week. Uh, Arkansas State comes here, 6 o'clock kick in our backyard, uh, and uh, we're excited about that challenge. So now throwing App State out the window. Looking, Wait, can we can we can we not throw App State out the window really quick? Okay, I want to just bring up some one other thing. Okay, yeah. Do you believe what Billy Napier said when he he said that he believes this defense can play to another level? Absolutely. Why? Because there's the the talent is is there. Is it though? It's very young. It is young, it's un, but, and it's inexperienced. They have the, some really good experienced guys, but they do have a lot of young talent. But the potential. Is there, and I think that's what Napier's big thing is. is Can you take off your red glasses for a second to say say that? <laughs> uh-huh, funny, but but seriously, I know I'm just kidding. the the potential to be a next level defense is definitely there. Yeah, they're in the early stages of trying to build that because that's what they're trying to build under who's the Ron Roberts, Ron Roberts, defensive yeah, co- yeah, defensive coordinator. I always the, mix him in the offensive coordinator, the up. defensive guru. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's where they're kind of at right now. Is they they've got a really young defense. They're trying to build that foundation. Look, let's get some young kids in there. Let's get them some playing time. Eric Garor, you saw him. He's had a couple interceptions this year. That uh, They're around some good, solid senior players in, in, in Corey Turner and Ladarius Kidd and McDowell. So they've got some – and Boudreaux, who's there, who's, who's a junior this year, so he'll be right, back right. for one more year. Those are the type of guys that you're building the foundation around – and those are the you know the older guys that are showing the younger guys the way. Right, I th- and I think like you said, you, this younger talent. I think if you take the pieces of this younger talent, you know McDowell's coming back for one more year. Jacques Boudreau going to be back for another year. Gerard's a freshman. You put those pieces together, and you and you bring back a stud in Joe Dillon next season. I think the Cajuns' defense can really create something special over the next two to three years. And you're bringing some other recruits, too, I think is going to be right, huge. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Um, okay, so can, can we now throw App State out the sure. window? Okay. Sure. So they're gone. Let's talk Arkansas State. What, you know, Napier, in, in it being his first year, other than reading it on paper, he doesn't know much about the rivalry either. But Monday at his press conference, he talked about not looking back at previous performances against App State. I mean, against Arkansas State, excuse me. So what is, if you're if you're Billy Napier, what's the message to your team this week going into Saturday? 
I know it's cliche, but um, you know that this is the most important game of the season, and that we control our own destiny. As as Jock said, we heard him. You know, we have the pen is in our hand. We can write our own script. We can write our own our own play here. So I think that's what they need to focus on. If I'm Billy Napier, that's the that's the the narrative that I'm playing to. It's hey, look, it's all right in front of us. It's at home. You know, this is friendly confines of Cajun Field. Hopefully we get the people out there and, and it'll be rocking. Um, this is the biggest game of the season for you guys. If you really want a shot to, to surprise people this year and do better than people expected you to do, win this game on Saturday. Right. You know, we're going to do our best to put our, our best foot forward and put you guys in the best possible position to be successful. And you guys just need to go out there and execute the best that you possibly can and don't try to do more than you're capable of. I, that, that's the one thing I think that I would say to the guys this week. Is just don't try to do more than you're capable of. Do your job. Don't try to be a hero. You know, make a play when it's there for you. We saw a couple of times where there was tip passes and 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 guys stepping in front of balls that you you have to make the catch and you have to get an interception because you have to win that turnover battle. If you win that turnover battle, you make it easier on your offense. If the offense has got to go 80 yards every time, you're not going to score a lot of touchdowns, a lot of points. Right, right, right. As always, chatting with Greg Larnard, host of ESPN 1420's The Word with G. And Greg, Six like to seven o'clock Monday through Friday. Yeah, we we were sorry. I was, I was going to get to that, <laughs> but um. Anyways, so Justice Hansen, Arkansas State's quarterback, is an efficient. How long has he been there for? It feels like a thousand, <laughs> but he's only years. a senior. Finally, um, is he going back for a fifth year? Uh, Grad year? Hope not. Is it possible? I don't even know. I don't think so. I don't think he's been injured. But um, their backup quarterback. Do you know who his name is? No, I don't. Logan Boner. Logan Boner. Oh, it's probably Bonner, but yeah, yeah it's probably Bonner. B O N N E R. Just for the sake of jokes, yeah, let's go Boner. But anyways, Justice Hanson, one sixty of two fifty on the year, right about eighteen hundred yards, fourteen touchdowns, and only five interceptions. So looking at just looking at his stat line, it's clear that he can take care of the football. So what does the Cajuns' defense have to do to kind of get in his head a little bit? They got to put pressure. They got to put pressure on them. You know, if, if you have uh, some, some guys that can put some pressure on them and make some plays, you know, I saw Jacques Boudreau in, in, in the game last week be able to put some pressure on the quarterback. You need to do those type of things. You need to get the guys off the edges to get some, some pressure on him and, and just make him uncomfortable. And then in the back end, when the opportunity is there, catch the football. That's it. Just make a play. You got If you want to win this game, you have to make plays. And I think that's something the Cajuns defense is, is they've left a little bit on the field. They've, They've had opportunities to make plays, and they've left those opportunities on the field. So I think you need to put a little pressure on him, make him uncomfortable because he's a he is a, an established quarterback in this system at this school. He's good. He can win it. He's he's more than capable of coming into to Cajun Field and winning a football game this week for this team. He's done it before. He's done it before. Has he? I believe he has. Well, the home team has won each of the last four meetings. Oh, have they? So. He is that is well? Because I'm almost positive his freshman year, he came into Cajun Field well, and maybe won he, it. Maybe he, uh, maybe he had a redshirt year thrown in there. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Um, you would know better than I would. But it, it's it's obvious, like like we said, that he can, that he is a fabulous quarterback. He's close to breaking the Arkansas State record for career yardage. Now I'm looking at the the Vegas numbers and. Arkansas State's only a three-point favorite, which is a little surprising to me considering the 
the success that that they've had. He has not won against Louisiana at Louisiana. He's at okay, okay, because he lost in 2016, 24 19. 2017, that was last okay. Year. That was that was the game I was thinking of. 2016, yeah. okay, that's the game I was thinking of. Yeah. And and I do remember he now. He did well, 35 of 57 for four yards and yeah, a touchdown and an interception. I I do remember we pulled that game out late, so that maybe I maybe I was thinking that we had we had lost it late, but uh, nope, you won it. So. The shocking thing to me, if you're looking at the Vegas numbers, the over-under is 70. Wow. Is Brian Maggard going to have to write a check for a new scoreboard on Monday? No, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think that we're going to see, you know, I, I honestly don't think we're going to see that many points. I think, uh, I think both of these defenses will come to play a little bit. I think it will be a high-scoring game. I don't think it'll be that high. I could see it over 60. I don't know right, if it'll right. go over 70. Okay. I, what do you I think? Can, do you think it'll? Yeah, go I, I I don't think it'll it'll quite hit seventy, but I know that both of these offenses are are capable of putting points on the board, and I know that the defenses are what you would call streaky. So you know maybe maybe the two defenses stay on the bus Saturday night, and it's an offensive shootout. I I don't think that's going to happen, but I've seen crazier things happen. For the for the sake of me having to get highlights during the game, let's hope it's not that. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, for the for the sake of my heart rate, let's hope that, that that's not the case. Oh boy! So, you know, I looking at the the stats for Arkansas State, you know, as a as a team, individual, you know, whatever. What what sticks out to you about about them coming into Saturday? Well, again, look, I I, I haven't really I watched a little bit of film of theirs uh, against one of their previous opponents, um, but I, I haven't seen them play obviously a lot, so. I think, but just looking statistic-wise, I think one thing that kind of sticks out is the wide receiving stats. Is that having a quarterback like Justice Hansen, he likes to throw, he likes to throw the football around a little bit, and he's got two guys that, that have caught over thirty-five balls this year. Right. So those are the guys that you're going to have to kind of defend against in Justin McInnes and uh, Kirk Merritt. You know, those are the guys that you're going to have to lock up in. McInnes has been there forever too. Yeah, he's got three touchdowns this year, almost 400 yards. And then you got Merritt, who, who's got you know 330 with with a touchdown, and then you got a couple other guys, two other guys with three touchdowns each. So the one thing he does, he spreads the ball around a lot. You know, where where the Cajuns, you have basically, you know, when it comes to it, you, you've got who is it, Jamarcus Bradley, who's got like six touchdowns. Yeah, Bradley has six on the year. And then everybody else has got one or two. two. You know, it's it's you got Jared Bam Jackson with two, Raheem with two. And everybody else has got one. So that's why I'm looking at these quarterback positions saying, look, Andre, I know your completion percentage is 67, but you need to you need to take some chances a little bit. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the game plan, too. Maybe that's just Napier not not trusting his guys and saying, look, let's let's put it up. You know, maybe he's not seeing something from the defense. And again, he knows more football than I do. So I am going to always defer to, to Billy Napier. But it's our job to 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 just question and cri- not criticize, but question every once in a while. Right, right. As to what's going on. And and of course, he he's in this in this with this team all the time. We're just covering from the outside looking in. And this is probably just noise to him. But still, I'd like to see the quarterbacks be a little bit more explosive. And, you know, one thing that, that Chris Lano keeps hammering on, and he was he showed me a screenshot in a uh a video, not a screenshot, a video. He sent it to me, texted me uh, yesterday, and he said, "Look, Andre, keep the effing ball." Where it was a run pass, you know, read option, and he he well, it was just a it was an option play where he could either pull it down and take it yeah, off, an RPO, an RPO. Well, he wasn't going to pass. It was either he was going to hand it off or he was going to run with it himself. And uh, they 
a lot of the times they just hand it off. Right, right. He keeps saying, if you listen to the broadcast, he's, he's, he's got to wait, you know, pull it himself. Right, right. And he's like, look, maybe Nate, you're saving for that for the for for the for the right time to do something like that. Right, right. Maybe and this of, week of is the right time. This week is the right time. That's what I'm saying. This this is this is all like you said. Don't save it. This is this is controlling your own destiny. If you don't get this win, you're in trouble. How aggressive do we do you think we see him be on on Saturday? I hope a hell of a lot. There there's there as cliche as this is going to sound. There's no time like the present. Get it done. But you also don't want to put your team in a bad position by going for it on fourth and 3 from the your own 45. Well, no. Oh, un- unless unless it's late in the game and you're down a touchdown. Of course. But here's here's my thing. We no, lose- that's what I'm saying like I, I when I think of really aggressive, I think of Sean Payton faking a punt on his own side of the field, you know, uh, um, you know, and, and going for it three times on fourth down on the first drive. Is that the type of aggressive that he needs to be or do you no, think he needs to no. rein it back a little bit? No. I I I think I think airing the ball out a little bit. Um you know, Andre taking it with his feet a little bit more because he he's an athletic kid. He can run the ball. He's got speed. I, I think just, you know. Who would win in a race? You going forward or him going backwards? Absolutely him going backwards. <laughs> absolutely him going backwards. But but like like you said, just be, be more aggressive. Throw the ball deep down the field a little bit more. Take some more chances, you know. Because, again, you lose this game, you're three and five going to Troy. You're gonna be if if you come off of a game that you should win, and you're going to Troy three and five. I'll tell you right now, you're gonna leave Troy three and six. And if you're three and six, so you think this is a game they should win? This is a game UL should win. Yes, I I do believe that. But that they're not favored, so they shouldn't win. They're not favored, but it's only a three point favorite. So, so in your mind, they in, should, in 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 Vegas, in Vegas, three points is even. In in, in Migas's mind, it's even. I um, but I I do believe that it is a game that the Cajuns can win. Um, I think it's a okay. Game. So now you've changed well, no, your narrative. Hold, hold it's a on. game that you they could on, win, but should it, it's win. a game. It's a game that they should win. Uh huh. It is. I'm because, hearing you speak two out of both sides of your mouth. Well, I'm, I do that a lot. <laughs> it is a game that UL should win. Could win. It's no. Or should. should. Could. Should. 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 What it could. S H. Should. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Anyways, you can turn my mic off whenever you want. It is a game that the Cajuns should win. They're at home. It's a rivalry game. It's a team that, you know, they they've put up great numbers over the last couple of years, but I think this year is is one of their more down years. So I I think that the Cajuns need to come out and take advantage of that. Why do you say it's one of their down years? How do you how do you quantify that this is a down year for Arkansas State? I'm not I'm not like challenging you i'm just questioning i'm, I'm curious I'm i i think curious. i think i think their defense is weaker this year than it's than it's been in years past um i know that, that usually they're they're pretty explosive on the edges and i don't think that they are this year so i i think that the cajuns need to need to exploit that and you know really get the get the powerful running attack going early saturday but again this is a game that ul should win and you're at home. It's a conference game. It's a conference rival. Like it's, there's every reason here to come out and win this game. And if you do, you've pretty much set yourself up to as you as you said on on Jay's show when we were when we did it together. 
you've set yourself up to, if you beat Monroe, you basically win the Sunbelt West. And in, and in year one, under Napier, that would be huge. Going to the inaugural Sunbelt Championship game under year one of Napier, we could get our ass kicked 50 to nothing in that championship game, and I still view it as a successful season. Yeah, because you're going to a bowl game. Right. Yeah, you make the conference championship game, you're going to a bowl. Don't know what bowl, but you're going to a bowl game. Rose? Uh, no. Sun Bowl. Maybe. Toilet Bowl? <laughs> well, that's where Bama's going to go. <laughs> but anyways, so do you have a score prediction for, for Saturday against no. Arkansas State? No. No? You don't want to give one? I'm just kidding. Um, I, I would say, boy, uh, I could see this being like a 30-28, 30-27 type of game, uh, maybe like 33-30. It could be very, very close either way, 34-30, 34-27, something like that. Who's going to win? I don't know. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Cajuns, but I, I, I could see them losing this game, and it, and it could be close. But I could also see them winning a close game. So it's hard for me to say, um, you know, which one. I, I, I think I think just because of the history that I'd probably have to lean towards the Cajuns. Just because, you know, it seems like whoever's got home field advantage, can, you know, continues to win this matchup. So I'm, I'm probably going to lean towards the Cajuns just a little bit. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I'm going to have to agree with you there uh, on the score. You know, the 34-27 to the as close as 30-28 kind of region. Um, and I'm also going to agree with you on the on the victor because, again, history just the home team usually wins this game. So I think, I think the Cajuns will find a way to get it done Saturday. All right, guys, so Cajuns hosting Arkansas State Saturday, 6 o'clock kickoff. You can catch it on ESPN+. Plus. You can come out to Cajun Field to watch it, or you could always listen in to Jay Walker and Chris Lano on ESPN 1420, Acadiana's best sports leader. Greg, thank you for coming on with me again, and hopefully we can chat off the air about Cajuns' win on Saturday. Yeah, I hope so, man. I hope uh, I hope we're talking about it after the game on Saturday as well on uh, on the Rage. I hope we get some good calls and whatnot, and I hope you know we're talking about it on the Word with G next week as well. Don't forget, 6 to 7 o'clock Monday through Friday uh, here in uh, on ESPN 1420, and uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at glarn34, G-L-A-R-N-3-4, and then on Facebook at The Word with G. All right, Greg, and everybody else, have a great week. Hopefully see you at the game on Saturday. If you recognize me, if you see me, come talk to me. I'd love to talk to you. We can chat football. We can chat basketball, soccer, volleyball, you know, whatever whatever UL sports you want to talk, I'll talk it with you. Man, Scotty Whalen gone. Yeah, that's a, that's a shame. Sucks. Scotty Dubs. He's a, he's a great coach. He's been here a long time. He's a great man. Sad, he's a Green Bay Packers fan. Sad to see him go, but I know that uh, that he feels he's making the best decision for himself and his family. And um, I know that Brian Maggard is really going to find the next replacement and really the next leader for the Cajun soccer team. But uh, like we said, sad to see Scott go. So that's about going to do it. Like I said, come find me at the Cajuns game. I'll talk anything with you. You can find me on social media at Raging Cajun Army or at Matt Miguez. And until then, I will see you guys next week. Rebound up in the air. Cajuns have it. And the Cajuns are going to the NCAA tournament. They did it. They did it. They came back from the dead late of the game.